Welcome, Pathfinders, to Find the Path podcast actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Yep, with a rat. With, with a an rat. invisible rat. You rat. You dirty rat. You, you dirty, dirty rat. You dirty rat. <laughs> no, we didn't all grow up on the same movie. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> you squealed on me to the Datari. Oh, wow. So much squealing. <laughs> I mean, they did. Yeah, basically, did? yeah. Who knows? They did. It seems that sure. way. So, yeah, I suppose let's get back into things. When last we had left our heroes, the Silver Ravens, had finished their fight in the Salix Saltworks, had rescued Forvian Crow as well as the Mountain Crows, his mercenary band, and had brought them back to their secret hideout underneath the Long Road's Coffee House, wherein uh, Laria had brought up to Adria, being the most perceptive member of the party and therefore technically the one with the highest sense motive, mm. that... It had actually been her green vial of ink that had gone missing, meaning that ah. someone inside of the wasp nest had been responsible for writing the letter, attempting to alert the Datari to something going on beneath the coffee house. After a uh, subsequent investigator, where investigation wherein Adria had brought in the party's investigator, Vittoria, <laughs> they had determined that the likely culprit was one of the Fushi sisters. Mm-hmm. Maggie, to be specific. Yeah. But possibly not of her own will. Well, that's the thing, is that we heard from Corva that Maggie had been acting strangely lately. Yeah. Talk, uh, and then, like, she when we confronted um, Corva, she had been like, yeah, she's been, like, talking to the air and, like... like a little strange, but she's got a lot a little weird. On. We were like, she's possessed. Mm-hmm. That was my initial we thought, wrong. but... I, that was my thought too. I was like, I mean, she's she's clearly got like a demon, you know. Yeah. Or like a devil. Sorry, clearly got here. like a demon. Not every time <laughs> someone is having mental issues, it means it's a demon. She, she could have just been needing some therapy, y'all. She True. needed a spa day. She needed a spa day, y'all. But it, it, but it, it is case, a little bit different, you know, in the world of Galarian, where demon possession is totally a thing that could happen on a daily. <laughs> Yep. Well, I was saying even <laughs> in the world of Galarian, sometimes you just yeah. need some therapy. It's, it's true, true, but in it's sometimes true. it's a rat that can turn invisible. However, it does seem that there are some shenanigans going on, and we tried to track down the source of them, from what I recall, uh, bringing in also Cesare to this merry band of investigators. Yeah, I've detected magic and eventually cornered a rat, and then it turned invisible. And now it we're gave like, you a uh-oh. knowing look. Mm-hmm. It gave, yeah, I was going to say, it gave us a look that's way too smart for a rat. And as such, I suppose we'll go ahead and get things started once again. So, real quick, let me make a few secret checks here for uh, for one or two of you that are up front. Cesare, Adria, the two of you stand in the hallway, staring down the distance, watching as this rat kind of pauses, you know, looks back over your shoulder with unrat-like intelligence, eyes you. Far back behind you, you can hear... Niccolo, Vittoria, Lucia chatting down the hallway with Laria, Rexus, and Corva. As you turn back, the creature flickers and disappears. Do we have a problem? That's an imp. What? And I will need initiative from the party. <laughs> oh, God, oh, man. oh, man. We're starting off strong today. Uh, yeah, all of you are perceiving. Those of you back in the other room are perceiving as well. Alrighty. Okay. You hear Cesare yell something about an imp. <laughs> like, imp! So, Adria. Adria rolled a three for an 11. Alright. Lucia. 
Lucia rolls a 10 for a 16. All right. Cesare? Cesare rolls a 14 for a 19. Nicola? Nicola rolled a 5 for an 11. All right. Do you or Adria want to go first? I think Adria should go first because yeah, she's more here. aware of the problem. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. Vittoria? Vittoria rolled a 4 for an 11. Do you or Nicola want to go first since Adria's already <laughs> going first? <laughs> um, I think I'm probably more perceptive, so I probably notice All right, notice just give more, it to Vittoria. But... That's fine. I'll go last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is pretty funny, though. We're all 11s. Mm-hmm. 11 out of 10. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> all right. So combat begins... Cesare, your first initiative. Can I make a roll to know more about imps? Yeah. Go ahead and roll a uh, religion. Secret religion. Alrighty. Is this like in first edition where I... It's invisible, but I knew where it was. Let's do a little dive into the rules now, shall we? Rules minutia. <laughs> so, mechanically speaking, yes or no, it may still be in that same location. What you can do is you can, as a single action, make a seek action to attempt to look for a creature choosing an area that you're looking. You okay. can just make the assumption right now that it's still in that same square, if you so wish. But that would just be a base assumption because you're not using any of is your senses to actually perception? determine. A seek check is a perception roll. It is a secret check. And you search for, you basically can choose to search a 30-foot cone or a 15-foot burst within line of sight. All right, well, I guess I'm going to use a seek action to try to see if this thing is still where it was. Okay. Because mechanically speaking, what has happened is it, it's gone from observed to hidden. Uh -huh. Oh, I'm digging into so many rules here. I'm so happy, <laughs> can you tell? I was, I was going to say, that smile is uh, only for Rick. <laughs> As it is invisible, it is undetected. Mm -hmm. Which means that you do not know where it is. You have succeeded on a seek check, which means that it is now just hidden to you. You know the space that it's in, but you can't tell precisely where it is. So I can't like target it with any of my spells or anything. Not a single yeah. target spell, but you are aware that it's still in the same square of which you last saw it. Where's the last square you saw it, Cesare? Yeah, Cesare will point out it's there at the end of the hall. I really love Cesare being like, oh, gross. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's over there. It's so two actions. I, I don't have my crossbow out, so I can't yeah. shoot it. And mm -hmm. yeah, so, and all of my spells are two actions and they all target specific things anyway. So until this thing is visible, Cesare is kind of like, it's over there. Go smack it. Please. I'm going to assume for the sake of the rest of us in the South that you scream this. <laughs> There's really good acoustics here. <laughs> uh, there is a spell if it allows for a spell attack roll you can still make it it's just that if it's hidden to you there is basically a DC 11 flat check you have to pass in order to actually yeah. hit it alright well I guess that's the end of my turn but like magic missile wouldn't work for example because yeah, yeah. so from Cesare Lucia Serini okay Lucia hears a kerfluffle um, enough for her to run so I'm going to triple move down the hallway, um, okay. I'm imagining just leaping over Laria like a like an Olympic uh, hurdler, <laughs> because Rude. that seems hilarious. And she's like short. That's offensive. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's like she'll let you move through her space, you know. 
But yeah, that was she's cooler. got five feet of room there. Mm. Uh, okay, so seventy-five feet puts me uh, basically next to the northern, like the steps or the beaded curtain or whatever we put between the dormitories, and it basically next to the pier. It is certainly not a beaded curtain, but yes, Ooh, it <laughs> should be a beaded curtain next to the entryway down there. Yep. So I'm I'm basically over next to the pier, and I am twenty feet away from Adria, who is five feet behind Cesare. So, all right. So yeah, you go rushing there. off down the hall. You know, Cesare pointing down the hallway. Raven helpfully also pointing down the hallway. <laughs> oh. Like a little pointer dog in the cartoons. It's just like, like oh, putting a, a finger out like there. Yep. You're like, oh, God, him. And Raven pops up. It's like, oh, God, Nicolo. <laughs> <laughs> Come smash it. Smash it. <laughs> it's time to wrestle. <laughs> Get oh, a man. tiny little head in a headlock. <laughs> Raven probably is calling for Nicolo. Like, hey, hey. Hey, <laughs> I don't know if Listen. I can headlock something's head that when it's like six inches or something. <laughs> it's more like you're going to like put the entire body into the headlock. Mm-hmm. And a tombstone, pure Undertaker style, just lift <laughs> okay. it up in the air and slam it down. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Lucia goes running off down the hallway, bringing us to the creature in question. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And it's gone. That'd be a short combat. It is an interesting question, though. I mean, have we closed the door to the... To the wasp nest, I assume we would have come. Oh, I assume we would. Yeah, Yeah, it's close. That's the only way it's going to be able to get out as if it flies out over the pier, or if there's a crack we don't know about. Mm. It's like it's okay. City officials never come at night. We can just leave the door open. Nah, we're too paranoid for that. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's they're like um, reverse vampires. They can only come out during the day. (laughs) Little do we know, this is a uh, this is a were imp. Yeah. So where rat imp? I thought you were saying all the city officials were were rats. Were they like in the day or are people and at night they turn into rats? Oh no! But they, oh, turn, no. they, turn, they turn into like uh, uh, those rats in like that Vermintide game. That's why you never see them at night because they're rats. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, Cesare, what is your perception DC? Uh, so fifteen. Fifteen. Very well. Adria Sila. Hmm. Uh, I guess I'm gonna perceive. Thirty foot cone or fifteen foot burst. Mm. A burst it shall be. Of seeking. Okay. All right. I will secretly seek. And you're seeking for the end of the hallway, correct? Uh, I'm going to do centered in front of Cesare. Okay. So you're wanting to check the hallway in front of Cesare. So basically the area immediately around the two of you. Yes. Uh, heading down towards where the secret door leading into the uh, the dry storage for the Long Roads Coffee House is. Mm-hmm. You hear a soft flat flap of bat-like wings less than five feet away off towards your right-hand side. <laughs> okay. Uh, I hear flap flops, which means it's flying. Bear in mind, is another action to point it out if you want your allies to be aware. Uh, Adria needs two actions to cast a spell. Okay. Then I'm just going to shoot a line out diagonally directly into the space where I hear the flapping, and I guess it'll hit the wall. It's only a 10-foot line. Okay. And I'm going to cast Scatter Scree. Uh, and I essentially just evoke a bunch of rocks in this area in kind of a line against the wall. The creature gets a reflex save. All right. And the uh, it, that square will be difficult terrain. I don't think that's going to matter because it's flying, but, you know. Well, it might matter well, for us. I guess that's true. Yeah. We still need to keep in mind. So reflex save. Mm-hmm. 17. That will fail. Ha-ha. Uh, okay. It's a basic oh, reflex. It will take damage. So, yeah, you basically spray gravel out of your hand as it blasts off across the side of the room. And then I cool. guess I'll roll my damage, which is a D4 plus my spellcast and ability modifier. All right. I rolled a one. So um, that'll oh. be a <laughs> five. 
five points of damage. Hey, that's damage to it, though. Yeah. Let me make sure I'm right about that. Yep, five points of bludgeoning damage. And now that square, kind of right next to Cesare, is difficult to read and full of rocks. <laughs> so many rocks. I'm assuming we can all, like, go, okay, she sh did something there. She something probably in that square. <laughs> well, it probably, yeah, I was going to say, it probably lets out a eep or something, you know, to help. Oh, God, it's right, it's right there. Oh, God. <laughs> because I can't actually point it out, so I've got to be, like, vague in it's my, oh, my Lord. It's going to throw it through escape outside of the dock. That makes sense. All right. From Adria, we go to Vittoria Scordato. Well, I assume that Vittoria is going to begin running toward uh, the fray. Very well. Um, she'll stop just uh, just ahead of where Lucia stopped. All right. We're forming the line, everyone. And you see Cesare kind of glancing around, figuring out what direction is things coming from. Yeah. Suddenly he's like, it's down at the end of the hallway. And then suddenly there's like a blast that Adria is like, oh, God, screaming. <laughs> Rocks flying Everybody everywhere. is waking up. <laughs> I was going to say, and then chaos erupts everywhere. A cat like yowl that somehow sounds like Niccolo. Exactly. Very well. Even yowls and screams the name of her one true hero in the same breath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we see who Raven thinks is the main character. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Nicolo Aita. Okay, well, Nicolo apparently... Um, a hero. <laughs> <laughs> apparently hears Raven singing, we need a hero. And uh, <laughs> he just goes running forward. <laughs> rises to the occasion, I suppose. Um, yeah. Oh, moving. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't see anything except a big pile of gravel. Uh, sure. I'm going to go in ahead and draw my... Oh, dear. I left my morning star and my armor back over there. Oh, uh, oh gosh, you're right. We don't probably wear our... Well, actually, we may wear our armor. I don't know. I took mine off because it's medium armor. <laughs> You guys had an entire discussion about this, and most of you were like, well, I'm taking my armor off because we're going to be hanging out down here yeah. for a while. Well, and that's... Possibly sleeping down here. More likely not sleeping down here. But I assume I still have my dagger on me, so I will draw that. That's and... reasonable. That's reasonable to have just in your boot or on your belt, you know Just in case. I mean? We did yeah. get attacked by crocodiles and stuff. You want to have something. So I'll draw my dagger, and in my turn there... All right, so Nicolo goes rushing forward, bringing us back around to the top. Cesare Nightbloom. All right, so I am—I know it's in the square next to me. And you know I that Adria attacked the square next square. to you. All right, I'm going to trust Adria here. Now, do I get a better chance of hitting it if I seek for myself, or since I think it's in that square, is it the same, like, quote-unquote, mischance or whatever? Currently, it is undetected. Mechanically, what this means is you cannot see it you're not right, positive what then. space it occupies. You can't. Right, then I'm going to do a target. 15 burst seek. Okay. Yeah, because you can attempt to attack a target in a square, even if the target is undetected to you. Yeah, well, I wanted to see. It's a one action, and my spell is two, so I can try to see if I can pinpoint it down a little bit and then attack. Yeah, you have no idea. All right, There's so shouts and yowling in your ear from your cat familiar <laughs> and this explosion. Basically, it sounded like someone just threw a bag of gravel against right, the wall. So like, I want to cast, cast a snowball. So I, I, do I, Ross has something about making a flat check. Yep, you need to make a flat check. It's a flat 11. So mm -hmm. I just roll a d20 and I need higher than 11, 11 or higher. Mm -hmm. yep. yes. Or okay. if you want to actually put your 
percentile dice to use, it's a 50% mischance. Mechanically, yeah. it's the exact same. But for some reason, they hate percentile dice in second All edition. Right, so oh, yeah. I, That's I barely, my only second I edition complaint I so roll far. a 12. <laughs> All right. So... Why all the hate for the percentile dice? That's what I want to know. I don't know. know. But okay, yeah. I'm casting Snowball at this thing. Snowball? So I roll an 18 to, on the dice to hit, which gets me a 26 with my spell nice. attack. God. Okay. Nice. Go ahead and roll your damage. It takes seven points of cold damage and has a minus five foot status penalty to its speeds for a round. Hey, oh, nice. That's nice. That's nice. And that will be the end of uh, Cesare's turn. Cheese it. The jig is up. Yep. You turn. Yeah. Just kind of bring your arm back. Splay your fingers out. A snowball materializes over your hand. Grab it. Hurl it across the room. And by <laughs> well, that, I mean four feet right away. Next to me. <laughs> there's a satisfying splat sound. For a moment, you see this almost foot and a half tall figure silhouetted in snow. Oh, Cesare's <laughs> familiar with imps. As she, which you can determine from just the vague silhouette, shakes herself violently as the snow dislodges before beating her wings, bringing us to Lucia. Oh yay! Okay, all right. Ooh, She's I a really. Bitch. I'm, I'm contemplating doing a, a Nicolo and trying to <laughs> grapple this thing. <laughs> Lucia doesn't know probably enough about imps to know that that might be a bad idea. Yeah, Cesare didn't recall any extra information. Okay, so if I try to grapple something that's invisible is it still the same flat check like it's an attack so it's still flat 11 okay sure since this we, we think this thing's trying to escape i will do it yeah move up uh next to it uh which is 20 feet so one move i will um i'm gonna draw my dagger just because i should <laughs> all right <laughs> enough feels weird to feels weird to not draw the dagger um and then i am most definitely going to attempt to grapple this thing so here we go <laughs> all right <laughs> So go oh, and bounce your athletics for me. Okay. Oh, man. My athletics not great, but we're going to try it. Do At it. least you're actually trained in it now. <laughs> True. I roll a 7 for a 12, so that's probably not going to do it. Well, you reach out. Uh, whether Go ahead and uh, bounce your flat check also. Oh, right. <laughs> whether that even matters. Roll a 7 for that, so <laughs> I double miss. <laughs> you can try again, can't you? Um, no, no, I, I, no, she I pulled moved, dagger. pulled a dagger, and tried to grapple. Oops. All right. Well, that is what it is. So that's the end of my turn. All right. That brings us to the imp. I at least blocked the way, maybe. Lucia. Uh-oh. Go ahead and give me a wool save. Ah. Okay. Not my best save. Uh, let's see. Oh, no! I rolled a perfect 20 for a 26, baby! <laughs> that helps. Very well. With a 26, that is a critical success. Oh, <laughs> so nice. you're un you're unaffected, and you're aware that something just attempted to exert mental control. For oh a moment, dear. you felt yourself kind of go hazy. You hear a small voice from ahead of you, Mr. Sereni, please. I aim only to serve you. Jokes on you. I ain't a Sereni no more. <laughs> blood is blood. Wait, were you sent by my mother? Adria Sila. Because that would be wild, right? <laughs> All right, uh, Adria's gonna pull a Tanglefoot bag. Oh, Ooh, nice. that's smart. And then, um, you know, I'll seek. I'll seek again. I'll just burst around myself the 15 feet. Okay. No, you have Noda. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess I'm just gonna throw at the same square then. That's what Cesare did. Eh. <laughs> so I 
toss my Tanglefoot bag into that square, hoping to hit the creature. So I'm going to have to roll. I rolled very badly, but I'll make the flat check anyway. Eh. I failed on the flat check with a 10, and I failed on my hit with a <laughs> 2 on the die mm. for a 4. So, eh. Ouch. So you throw a Tanglefoot bag at the wall? Yeah, it hits the wall. Yep. It's gross. There's an explosion of sticky stuff. There's now a giant mound of sticky stuff covered in gravel against the far wall. I hate this area. And like um, melting pe- and remnants snow. of snow. Yeah, I was gonna say, this, this square in particular we just like. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Quick, throw everything. Could we all hear the interaction with the imp? You said a tiny, we heard a tiny voice, so we all heard yeah, it speak. you heard a tiny voice in Taldane speak to her. It seemed to have been from that square, but you don't know if it spoke from that square and then moved or not. And then not. moved, yeah. Sorry, she, yeah. you don't know whether or not she spoke from that square and then moved. Yep. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't think I hit it. Vittoria Scordato. Oh, geez. Um, well, I'm realizing that I have the same problem as Niccolo, that I uh, don't have my armor and I probably don't have my weapons on me. You got a dagger. No, I don't. <laughs> oh. You don't have a dagger, girl? Uh, no, because it didn't come with my kit, and I was broke in the beginning, and I hadn't gone to go buy one yet. We gotta get her a dagger. Okay. I'm, I'm already making a plan to go well, buy one yeah, after one this, but... Stopping trip, need to go get a dagger. Well, everybody's proficient with unarmed strikes in second edition. That's yeah, true. You, you can also just fists. punch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I'm, yep. not, I'm not too concerned. You can always um, use fists, and you can always throw stone. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Um, Those skill points, though, they rack up. That's true. Gotta learn some I jobs. Many an hour bludgeoning an enemy to death with a stone. <laughs> Very slowly with multiple rocks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been doing so far. Sometimes my own teammates. Yeah. <laughs> See, I never did that. I couldn't bring myself to do that. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to stay where I am just because, in case it starts going toward the dock area, I want to block it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to seek to see if I can figure out where it is. Okay. So go ahead and make your perception check for your seek. And where are you seeking? 30-foot cone, 15-foot burst. I'm going to do a 30-foot cone. Okay. Just down the hallway from you? Yes. Okay. No, you don't hear anything over the shouts, yells, splattering sound of Tanglefoot bags against walls. Wonderful. And I have a good perception, too. Uh, You can always try again, or you can move on to another action. I don't have any other actions, so I shall try again. (laughs) Fair enough. I like to think she's, she's like, listens, can't hear anything. Shh, shh. <laughs> stop yowling. <laughs> Everyone, please stop throwing things. You don't believe it's moved. You think it's still directly next to Cesare and right in front of Lucia. Cool. I think it's still in the debris. So are you pointing out? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, my third action. <laughs> right. Okay. Good to know. Good. <laughs> From Victoria, Nicola. All right. We're still by the debris, eh? Nicola will approach uh, using basically two strides to go forward and technically around Adrian Cesare and around the difficult terrain instead of trying to barrel through it. All um, right, everyone box it in and start stabbing. <laughs> and... Yeah, I'll give it the old college try. Let's try it to see if Nicolo has better luck grabbing this thing. <laughs> yes! I have a free hand, so... Yep, Let's grab start it. with a flat check. I roll a seven on my flat check, so... <laughs> well, nuts. Yep. That's another seven on the flat check. Just can't seem to find this thing. 
That is my turn. Chesare. Chesare will use an action to draw his dagger. And then I guess I'll use another action to strike. All right. Yeah, try stabbing it, not magicin. I most of my I, I have to see it for magic missile. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, good point. I roll a twelve to do the mischance thing. I only ugh, sixteen to strike. You feel your blade impact with something. You're not sure if you injured it. In fact, you didn't. But you do feel like the impact, the resistance as you hit something with your weapon. But of course, if it's an actual devil, it might be resistant to anything but a silver blade. Oh, oh nuts. Who has that silver dagger that we found? I do. I think Nicolo does. Yep. It's in my hand right it's now. It's the one in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to grapple it with one hand and then step it to death that with the other. That was the plan, but unfortunately, my <laughs> dice said no. Normal weapons are useless. Chesare grits his teeth. I guess that'll be the end of my turn. Raven nods, generally speaking, but particularly in this case. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> Unless it's Nicolo's bulging biceps. Uh, from there we go to. I got concerns. <laughs> Lucia. Okay, well, with that bit of knowledge, I'm going to try to grapple it again. Because weirdly, it doesn't seem to be trying to hurt us, which is also well, yeah. curious to me. So, all right. So, flat check because it's been because it's been pointed out. That is an eight, so that's one miss. <laughs> I'm gonna try again. Another flat check. Hey, there you hey, go. Hey, that's a sixteen. All right, that'll play. Yay. Okay, then I'm going to do an athletics check to try to grab this thing. Keep in mind, this is your second attack, so it does take the minus. Okay, so then that is going to be a twelve. No, you feel your fingers brush against something, but again, there's you're trying to wrestle an invisible creature. You can't it's figure true. out, am I grabbing purchase on something? Am I hitting a wing? Pick on oh, some of your own right. opacity. Jeez. You feel, <laughs> <laughs> feel tied, limber, disturbingly long fingers like prying your hand away as something invisible is pushing you away. Stop that. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and try a third time because why not? What else am I going to do? Now I get a perfect 20 to get through the, the mischance or whatever, so <laughs> All right. thanks. Thanks, Dice. All right. Uh, minus 10. So, minus 10. That's a natural one. <laughs> oh, for no. a, wait, wait, wait for it. A negative four. <laughs> oh, do, do you have a hero point? <laughs> I'm not wasting a hero point on that. I was about to say, we do all have hero points, but yeah, this is probably not the best time yep. for it. Yeah, no, I'm not wasting a hero point on that. I'm going to wait until this thing kills me. <laughs> Okay. At the very least, rolling again with a minus 10 is probably not likely to succeed. I mean, I don't it know was a Hail Mary. It, it was a Hail Mary at the best of times, but there's a 20 on every die. So Yeah, for sure. For sure. You hear, all of you hear once again, a small voice. This is an exercise in futility. I wish only to serve. But if you do not wish that now, then I will return later. Flap, flap, flap. Um, wait. Flap, 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 flap. Did we misinterpret this situation? It's an imp. It's lawful evil. <laughs> Is this an imp trying to help us in its own no. lawful I evil way? highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Adriasila. I seek to see Hello? if it is still where it was. So checking that square and then like a 15 foot burst from there? Mm-hmm. No, you don't think it's there? Hmm. Okay. I then seek... Uh, back toward the dock in okay. a cone. Alright. No, you don't hear anything from that direction. Turning in a slow circle. 
Hmm. I then move to stand next to Vittoria. Okay. I don't know where it went. Oh, great. Oh, great. But I'm pretty sure it's... it ain't over there anymore. Vittoria. Uh, Vittoria is going to uh, move 10 feet toward the dock. Okay. And then I will do a seek action out toward the dock. Okay. So Adria looks around, can't find anything. Vittoria runs out to the edge of the dock. Just kind of cock your head. Listen to the lapping of the water. Listen to Adria kind of turning in slow circles. The (laughs) sounds of uh, Niccolo and Lucia (laughs) flailing and slapping arms against each other as they're trying to grapple something (laughs) invisible between them. You hear a soft flapping like bat-like wings coming from off the end of the dock. Um, it's headed out at the end of the dock. We have to get it. We have to stop it, especially if it's uh, what I think it is. So from there, Nicola. All right. So that's one move action. Do I know where Vittoria was uh, pointing toward? Oh, About 10 feet off the end of the dock. Got to be kidding me. This thing is so fast. <laughs> we need a net. Oh, a net would have been ideal. Raven cranes her neck around to look back. I think Nicola's going to dive off the dock. <laughs> oh, for the love of God. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't have a better view. I'm really hoping for a flying grapple. <laughs> Man, if you could do that, that'd be rad. Yeah, I was going to do that, Ross. <laughs> I was about to say, I wish I could do that. Unfortunately, by if the so, rules, that's not an option. If so, unanimous hero point. We're all going to say it. You got to do it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I use two actions to move over here, though, so I can move toward where I think. Oh, but I cannot Throwing grab do a blind, well. a blind dagger throw into the darkness. Well, it's yeah, not darkness for you. Because, a minus you know, four penalty. Plus the mischance. Yeah, it just sounds like a great way to lose my dagger. And plus, I don't know if a single dagger throw is going to kill this creature. Uh, it's probably not. Probably not. I mean, it's not flat footed, so I don't get my sneak attack. So I'm just going to keep going then. Yeah, because I also think Niccolo is the only one that can see out over the water. Yep. So I move yeah, into I the water, think. jumping off the dock, splashing well, in. Rush forward, splash into the water. Move toward where I believe this creature is and uh, end my turn there using three strides. Very well. You splash into the water, bringing us to Cesare. All right. Cesare is going to move the 30 feet so he's behind Vittoria. That's one move. Yep. Now, where is this thing supposed to be? Are elves 25 or 30? 30. They're 30. Oh, wow. I'm fast. I got long legs. <laughs> he's um, Got them long elven legs. <laughs> yep. So where is this thing supposed to be? Supposedly directly over Nicolo. <laughs> like, Nicolo's dived forward. You know, the cold water splashes up to his waist as there's this, like, shock of cold goes through him. That's too Before I mentioned, away. he just grits his teeth, grabs his dagger, and starts wading his way forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't have any spells that can reach it. You can cast light so I can see at the edge of the pier. <laughs> he already has last light cast light. on him, which would cancel the light because he's got a light on him right now. Oh, I've got okay. a light on Raven right now, technically. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's you on give her two, little You could give an action to Raven. I don't know if Raven can do anything that would help with this right now. <laughs> I could bring light out there. Yeah, I guess Raven will run to the end of the pier. I'm coming, Nicolo! The spring <laughs> off your shoulder. 
<laughs> Raven, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm not coming off the pier into water. <laughs> no. Raven has 25 feet of movement. I'm somehow faster than a cat. Don't don't ask questions. Elf. Um, you're faster than a cat. Good gracious. You're an elf. Uh, so she runs to the end of the pier. Uh, her pond's so tiny. Oh there my gosh, go. so small. So we... Is she going to jump on Niccolo? Is that what you're measuring right now? I swear to God. That would be amazing. (laughs) Please do this. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, that's not an option. I just need to give her the light spell. Raven, be careful. (laughs) I'm on it. Okay. Just... Technically, she has more... She has a better athletics than Cesare does, so she can swim. Yeah. I I mean, I don't really think she's in a lot of danger, but Nicola's just like, what are you? Wait, what? This is not what I was expecting to see happen. Victoria is not really eager to get into this water, considering the last time she did, she almost got killed. Mm. On the plus side, I'm hoping that since I'm nearby this creature, it will need to make some sort of stealth check or something to get away from me. I mean, well, it, it moved past all the rest of us without getting any kind of check, so... Well, that we know of, because it yeah. could have been secret. Yeah, it could have been secret, and we just all failed, so... Yep. Importantly, invisibility states that uh, creatures can seek to attempt to detect you. If a creature succeeds at its perception check against your stealth DC, you become hidden to that creature mm-hmm. until you sneak to become undetected again. Yes. Oh, so it's they... using a sneak action to... It's using a sneak action on its turn as it continues to stealth away. Yes. However, a sneak is still a check, but it, it is, is still a secret action. check. Yeah. Yep. From Tesseray, we go to Lucia. Okie dokie. Um, Lucia lets out some choice blasphemes in her head because saying them out loud is probably a bad idea. Uh, moves up through Vittoria's square in one action. Two action will get her 10, 20 into the water at the edge of the pier. Okay. So where is this? Uh, where is Victoria pointing? You this believe out? that is over Nicolo. I assume within grabbable distance. Can I grab it? If it is in Nicolo Square, it's within reach of you. Okay, I'm gonna try to grab it. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, another flat check. All right, that's a 15 on the flat check. Hey, okay. athletics. That's a good start. Come on, come on, come on. That's 10 for a 15. You dive into the water. Reach out. Grab. Oh! And feel your hand close around a pair of thin legs. Oh! I got it! As I got you feel it. yourself beginning to thrash around. <laughs> oh, nice! Well done. Keep hold of her. Keep hold of her. Chesray starts to run. If we're not in initiative order anymore, I don't know how this was working. Oh, ah, escape. Mistress, please. I am still loyal. Loyal to who? You, Lady Serene. Wait, what? What? <laughs> I think we need to have a conversation. Yeah, okay, every, let's talk this out, because why are you loyal to me? I don't have an imp in my service. Release me, and I promise to speak to you on this. Become visible. I do not follow you, elf. Would you please become visible while we have this conversation? Would you please release me, and I will do so. That seems like a trap. Can I, I want to sense motive this imp, although I'm pretty sure imps being lawful probably have that whole can't lie thing. Mm. Uh, They can twist their words, but. Your elf knows what I am. I am true to my word. I assume Cesare is going to be like, yeah, they are. It is a devil. It's your call, Lucia. This thing follows you. It says. Okay, let's get to the bottom of this, because now I'm very confused. She'll let go of the, uh, the imp. Bog and struck. 
there is a soft flapping sound. For a long moment, you think that it's possibly fled before the creature instead appears, alighting on top of the statue of Kalistra. It's hard to have a civilized conversation when you're that far away, isn't it? I thought it would be someplace comfortable. The creature in question, she appears to be about maybe 18 inches tall with ruby red skin. Room on her forehead for two horns, although one horn is missing in its entirety. Her bat-like wings curl around her to form almost a cloak around her body, a la, you know, the Gargoyles cartoon. <laughs> nice. She alights gently, her long tail with the stinger on the end flickering back and forth as she stands on Kleestra's outstretched arm. Cesare will walk to the end of the dock and scoop up Raven, also so he's not screaming at this, you know, 40 feet, 50 feet at this thing. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, like, Lucia gets back on the dock and, like, you know, starts undoing her boots to pour out the water that's probably lodged in there. Oh, I'm staying in the water. You, what if this thing turns on us? You gotta be ready. Yeah, um, there's, there's a crowd of the other Silver Ravens beginning to gather back behind all of you on the dock. Do I recognize this imp? No. I'm afraid we've gotten off on a bad foot. Well, deception tends to do that. Well, trying to get us caught and turned into the government also tends to do that. And playing mm. mind games with one of our allies and then turning invisible and attempting to flee when we do track you down doesn't exactly breathe a thrust. You attacked me. But you said you're trying to serve me. Yes. So how would doing all of that be in my best interest? Is it not obvious? Apparently not. Appa basically, no. She means to get you turned in so that way you stop this folly and go back to your family, Lucia. The devil blood is right. You are putting yourself in undue danger and I cannot abide that. Not as a loyal servant of House Sereni. Which means you work for my family. And who sent you? Chances are she's probably been following you your entire life. Have you been following me my entire life? Are you like some kind of like guardian or something? Okay, let me go through rapid fire. She points towards Cesare. No one sent me. Secondly, points towards Niccolo. I have not been following her. That's a matter of opinion, I think. I aim only to assist you, my lady. That is my cause. I would like to sense motive. Yes. Yeah, feel free, secret check. Did you just take this upon yourself to do? Somebody must have assigned you the task. Hmm. It's very crowded in here. Perhaps we could speak more in private, Lady Sereni. If you wish to dismiss your servants, then we could engage more openly. I'm not anyone's servant. Yeah. But let's all calm down here. All right, let's go to the meeting room here and we can have a conversation if... Uh, uh Rex just kind of holds up a finger where he's standing there. I I would not take her to the room with all of our maps and every, I, well. I mean, oh, I'm sure she's probably there, seen it before. I know all of your secrets, Lord Viticora. If that was kind of my point, if she's been here as long as I think she's been here, she's had plenty of time to see everything. I think we should go to the storeroom. Yeah, fair enough. So we, I guess she'll kind of motion for the uh, imp. And uh, we'd start making our way towards the uh, the first se the secret storeroom of semi-smuggled items. Oh, you wanted to go to the dry storage? Oh, I was thinking, though, 
I was thinking the room way in the back. Oh, you want to go all the way? To, oh, you mean all the way down? The I was big, thinking furthest room. away from the exit. The big open room. <laughs> okay, I guess that's true. Yeah, we can go down there. Everybody can take a seat. Nicolo and I can try to dry, <laughs> dry the bottom half of us out. Mm. You make your way down to the other room. Morgar sends the rest of the the Silver Ravens kind of like, he knows no one's going to be sleeping with this oh, yeah, conversation no, for sure. going on. <laughs> They're but. all probably sitting behind the curtains with like weapons ready for the sound of chaos. <laughs> As I say, I, I assume that v- Vittoria gives Rexus like a, like a don't worry, I'll fill you in nod. <laughs> but Morgar takes two of his other mad cats. The three of them kind of form a line blocking off the way back into the hallway. The imp flies in settles down next to the lantern, sitting down next to it. Honestly, about the same size of the lantern once she sits down and folds her legs under her. Suppose Lucia will come um, take a seat, I suppose, on the table next to her. Where would you like me to begin, mistress? Let's start with, I suppose, who bound you and what the terms of your agreement with them are. I was bound by one Marindus Serini. Okay, I'm not familiar with Marindus. Who's Marindus? Yeah, that's me. That's me, the me, the player, not necessarily <laughs> Lucia. I'm sure Lucia knows who this is. Uh, again, you're actually going back generations at this point. So, uh, what? Anyone that wishes to may make me a uh, society check or uh, lore for Chelish nobility. Uh, Chelish nobility lore, it is. You're talking about during the Civil War. Yes, during the rise and ascendancy of House Throne. I was contact from my place in hell, Melgorg, and called to the material plane. Back to my home, if you will. As in mortal life, I once resided here. What do we call you? I am known as Blosodriet. All right, Blosodriet. Then how did you come to serve Lucia? It is a long story, but I'll try to keep it short. I am bound here to the material plane by the contract that I signed and engaged in with House Serini. I particularly enjoyed aiding my master until it was he ran afoul of the monster that plagued the streets of the city. Oh. She spits jackdaw. Ah. <laughs> yep. Victoria uh, puts a hand over her mouth because uh, she's kind of a Jackdaw fangirl at this point. <laughs> yeah, Jackdaw's cool. We like Jackdaw. Yeah, Lucia's trying to just keep an impassive face, even though she's going to be like, dang it, you're evil. So you're saying Miranthius didn't just disappear. He was killed by the Silver Ravens. He managed to find and corner Jackdaw. I managed to sting her and weaken her. But even with his Asmodeus granted powers, Jackdaw was tricky and cunning and underhanded and turned the tables. Adrian nods in appreciation. Feigned surrender and slit his throat. Jackdaw then unceremoniously dumped his noble body in the river after taking his papers, amongst which was my contract. <laughs> Jackdaw. Jackdaw's my so contract good. requires that I remain in close proximity. And so I did. Oh, crud. We found those Silver Raven documents. There's probably the contract in there. Oh, Mm -hmm. gosh. Yeah. I said about undermining these Silver Ravens. But in time, I grew to understand their reasoning. They wished to improve their station in life. And in hell, that is our greatest calling, if you will. Yep. 
even if I couldn't agree with their methods being as rebellious and disruptive as they were. Unfortunately, my movements caused some issue. The superstitious raven seemed to have believed that there was a ghost or spirit or something haunting their ruins. And so they left my contract and the papers behind in their little time capsule. Oh my gosh, that's... The imp is the ghost that's supposed to have been at the uh, Fair Fortune livery. Holy cow! Time passed. I understood that the Civil War came to an end, but I cannot get far enough away from my contract to alert authorities or the noble house Sereni to my presence. The few children and vagabonds that would come and stay would either flee in terror upon seeing me or flee in terror upon hearing my voice from the shadows or talking rats or ravens or whatever other form I took. And so I remained. That's amazing. From what I understand, I missed the Silver Raven's defeat by a number of weeks. But you said you came to understand their cause. I did. She understands that they want to better themselves. She doesn't agree with the methods. The methods are disruptive. They should have worked within the system, not without. They could have gained far more power and political prestige by advancing up the ranks than simply trying to tear down the establishment as already built by their betters. When the establishment is corrupt, can it even work? She's a devil. She doesn't consider it corrupt. It's perfect. Well, we will have to disagree on that. And working within the system and exploiting any flaws is, I mean, the Asmodean way. Hmm, There shouldn't be flaws to exploit, legal bindings and loopholes to take advantage of. The law should be flawless. Semantics. Any loophole should be intentional. Intentional. (laughs) Yep, intentional. Yep. Intentional for those that are clever enough to find it and exploit it, thus proving their worth to move up the ranks. Precisely. You understand, spoken like a true Asmodean. We all have flaws. Regardless, I spent time down there, left to my own devices. Over time, I learned a great number of feats, including the ability to manipulate to control the rodents below unfortunately until you killed them but i was able to gather information i made numerous attempts to circumvent my contract i even attempted to create a portal to hell down in my prison ah but unfortunately all i did was summon a few lesser devils in the process Mm. it wasn't open long enough for me to actually access the other side but i learned this explains so much awesome i became patient and then you came along, and it must have been fate for you, Lady Serene. Are on the very side that you despise. Are the only one that can free me. If you free her, <sighs> does she go straight back to hell? Because I feel like that's a pretty good thing. You would have to look at the wording of her contract. Exactly. And scour it over for loopholes that she uh, might be clever enough to take advantage there of. There is an alternative. I could aid you, Lady Serene. I am bound to listen to you. Well, if she can't get far from her contract, I would imagine she's more or less confined to the wasp nest. She still managed to do plenty of damage anyway. That's true. I would have reported these bad influences, my lady, if I had been able to reach any of the upper levels to actually speak to the Tatari myself. Yeah, I tend to let want people to join the rebellion who actually want to join it. Forcing people's never going to work out well, even if people are, you know devils 
Cesare will stand up and head over to where Morgar is and ask for those papers that we got back from the well, uh, Morgar livery. probably doesn't have it. Rex is no Rex. Well, that's what he's saying. See, Cesare Go doesn't want to leave. Yeah, yeah I will talk remind to you Morgar. that it is a crate of hundreds of pages. Yeah, well, apparently we gotta find it. In the meantime, maybe order her to like shush and sit over here and do nothing bad. Wait, but with you know more, you know, the thinking about how you word it and whatnot. Imps are dangerous creatures. We shouldn't underestimate her. I'm going to assume that you were the one influencing our Tingu friend. Yes, vaguely enough so that my lady would not get in trouble if they arrived, but it would hopefully break up this little band and convince her to return to her family. Are you the one that sabotaged the wall? Yes. I had hoped if I could collapse and make this place look dangerous enough that Lady Serena would realize that it is foolish for her to have left her noble estate and would return back home to the safety of her. You nearly killed someone. She doesn't care. True, but not her. I know she doesn't care. I care. Well, I'm not saying we want to hang out and be friends with this, but I am saying whatever's the easiest way to get rid of it is what we need to do. I'll go speak with uh, Rexus then and see if we can't locate this contract. The terms of your contract have stipulations. Apparently you have to listen to the Serenis. What else does it say? I must remain within a short distance of my contract. The distance seems somewhat variable. It's curious. It actually depends on what an area is defined as. It's not a physical range so much. If my contract is in a house, I may occupy any part of that house. But since the wasp nest is cut off from the rest of the copy's house, she's bound to this area. Mm. It's considered its own separate structure. If that's the case, then how did you get a message to the Dotari to come? That was Maggie. I can influence the mind of lesser creatures. Oh, right. Like she tried to do to you earlier, actually. (laughs) Right, 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 right. I do apologize. When we find the contract, I will look it over. I'm familiar with such things. He's done this before. Oh, plenty of times when I was a priest of Asmodeus. What? <laughs> okay, we gotta Lucia. talk about this. Let's, yeah, Lucia, put your jaw back up into your face. <laughs> well, Maybe we can use what you know about the church to, about you. you know, hmm. advantage. Yes, that's what I plan to do. Need to wait, talk wait, later, wait, 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 wait. So, wait, Chesare, you used to be a priest of Asmodeus? When? Not. Uh, before the Civil War, I uh, joined the Thrones when they were still just a minor noble house, and when the Civil War broke out, I took their side, of course. I was here during the Civil War. I fought Jackdaw several times myself. Uh, by several times, you mean once. Once, but yes. Trust me, no one really survives yes. two encounters with Jackdaw. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I fought the Jackdaw when she tried to take over the Temple of Temple of Arrowden before we were claiming it. Wait, Just okay, a small, so then why small clarification, Trident succeeded. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, why'd you leave? It's a very long story. Let's just say... We have more pressing matters at the moment. Do, do we? We do, actually. We really need to figure out what we're doing with uh, Blosodriet. I need to see your contract before we can do anything. There's going to be loopholes. It's inevitable. And just releasing her could just give her the freedom to run to House Serini and the nobles and everyone else and explain exactly everything she's seen here. Yeah. Okay. Blossodriet. Yes, mistress. You must listen and obey every command that I give you. Is that correct? No. What 
would you not obey? I can choose not to obey any commands that would lead to your own harm or downfall. And she believes you working with this rebellion is going to lead to your harm and downfall. She's not going to listen to anything you say. Well, That's if it is advancing your station, which it does sound like you're attempting to overthrow the local government and perhaps install yourself, well, that certainly wouldn't be the best approach to things. However, it does seem like there may be some sort of overreach going on from what little I've gathered. And as such, I may be willing to oppose the might of the Inquisitor of Asmodeus. I'm more of a Mephistopheles fan myself. <laughs> Doesn't right. solve our immediate problem. Cesare, As... I suppose you'll take a look at the contract then. Indeed, Once we find it. And everything else that we have going on is put on hold until this is resolved. This is a dangerous situation. Would you, yes. mistress, like me to retrieve my contract for you? She smiles a toothy smile. Victoria just pokes you. Would you be able to destroy that contract no. and free yourself? No, have her fetch it. Well, I think she's trying to make sure she can't destroy it. Although she tried everything to get around the contract. She, it doesn't, She can't, even if she destroys this one, there's another one in hell. She won't be freed. Yes, but then we have a harder time dealing with it. But she has to stay within range of the contract. And if there's no contract, then she could go wherever, maybe. I am not allowed to cause harm to the contract. I am allowed to carry the contract and bring the contract to you if you so wish. I, however, cannot carry the contract out of an area of which I am bound by the location of the contract. So, for instance, I could not destroy the contract and release myself from the binding. That's obviously in the contract. I also couldn't take the contract and travel around with it to get around the loophole of having to be around my contract. I couldn't throw my contract into the water to allow it to be washed out to sea so that I could follow it someplace. The contract is very thorough. Well, I guess good on your ancestor for that. Uh, I suppose. Um, mm. okay. I'm pretty sure he worked with some of the contract devils. Merindius wasn't one to cut corners. Wait, did you know my great-grandfather? Whatever, whatever, how many greats there was? Yes, he was an Asmodean loyalist in Cantargo when we were taking over the city. We're gonna talk about that afterwards, I'm curious. <laughs> okay, Blosodriat, let's go find your contract. Heir to House Sereni, I would have been his right hand once the Serenis were placed in charge. Again, we were in charge once before. They were in charge once before. I wasn't a Sereni at the time, but you understand what I mean. Back when the Serenis were Lord Mayors of Cantargo. Interesting. Wait, we used to be Lord Mayors of Cantargo? Do you know nothing about your family history? <laughs> no, obviously not. <laughs> did, 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 you, did you do any research for your backstory here? Not historical, no. <laughs> She's been just theater obsessed. She doesn't really know things. She's naive. She's a teenager. I was not present when Merindius' father, Nemen Sereni, became Lord Mayor. He was the first Lord Mayor of Cantargo following the end of the rebellion, to my understanding. Huh. I heard the town criers and shouts. And of course, the Lord Mayor's son was kidnapped. Huh. There's a great okay. deal of news. And then when he was rescued, that was how the Order of the Torrent was formed. Ah. That is correct. Oh. To my understanding. Huh. Cool. All right. Well, let's go find your contract. Well, so three yet, and we'll see what we can do about sending you back to hell. Or maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> it would be a waste. Uh, somehow. Well, she has got that. that, like, itch in the back of her head that's like, how do I make this work in my favor? Because, like, I have a feeling we you cannot don't. get rid of her. <laughs> yeah. 
That's well, she's not smart you enough don't. to know how to do like to outsmart a contract. So this is going to be a group effort of smarter people than she. It's a hell contract. You don't get out ahead. You at best. Make I was going to say. I was going to say. It's also not like I can just be like. I, I doubt there's a clause that says if the Serini says get out of here that it just is broken. It's fine. I mean, it very well could have such a clause. Maybe I don't know. So I suppose uh, if you like, she could easily retrieve the contract for you. Sure. I'm going to watch her the whole time. I'm not just going to let her go into a room without me, you know? Well, and if she's being honest, then she can't flee this place anyway. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure devils can't lie. They can only misrepresent. So. By the way, she's also completely uninjured by, the, by now. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we didn't do a whole lot to her in the begin with. You so. actually did a decent amount of damage to her. Oh, did we? Yeah. Hmm. You got a couple hits on her and everything else. When we... Get this contract. Can I use my lore Asmodean to start going over this thing with a freaking fine tooth? You have lore Asmodean? Nice. Yep. Nice. From my ex Asmodean background. Oh, fun. Cesare knows what's up with the church and all these dumb devils. <laughs> I don't think any devils are particularly dumb. Victoria has probably like brought out her journal, is like scribbling things down and be like, this answers all of the speculation I've been having about Cesare. It does! It fits everything! (laughs) So good. Adria's just like, I don't like this. I don't like nothing about this. I'm with Niccolo. This is bad. Oh, Cesare doesn't like it either, but there there may not be an easy solution. Don't get me wrong. The easy solution might just be stab her a bunch. (laughs) And then she's banished for a year and a day, and yeah. By then, hopefully, we have things sorted. Day, <laughs> I was, was going to say she's banished for a year, for a year and a day, and uh, that gives us the ability to be like, okay, guys, start the clock. Let's go overthrow this uh, city in a year. Well, or by the time a year's passed, her information is no good anymore. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the hope, right? It's a hundred years in a day, I think, when you kill a demon on the material plane. Anyway, it's a long time that she wouldn't be able to... Is that to... demons or devils? I, I think it's both. I think it's any outsider, actually. Oh, uh, really? Hmm. I thought so. I didn't know if that was actually game mechanics or if that was just lore. It was game mechanics in uh, AD&D, for sure. But I don't know if it transferred into Pi- Pathfinder and Yeah, I was going to say, I don't stuff. think that's still the case. The imp leads you back into the other room, digs through the stack of papers, come up, comes up with an old sheet of paper before fluttering past uh, Cesare and handing it over towards Lucia. I got it. It's only one page. Size. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's one very long page. Ah, fair <laughs> enough. I will take that contract. I will hand that to Cesare. Thank you. It is a sheet of paper that appears to be a receipt for a carriage and four horses, as well as detailed thoroughbred uh, history of all the said horses. Ah, Trixie. Okay, is this actually the contract? Because this doesn't look like a contract, right? This this is going to take a while. That is my contract. <gasps> oh no, they did the they did the thing. I've heard stories about this where they write fancy th- like little tiny things in like the margins or in the like decoration on the page or in the okay. letters. Victoria's been or waiting for this moment. She pulls out her magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> so how did we get through so many episodes without you pulling out a magnifying glass, man? To decode this crap or figure out where the contract actually is. Oh man, is it hidden with magic or something? Like, oh man. Mm. Well, is it magical first off? I mean. Might be a good start. Uh, No, you don't detect any magic. All right, so what do I need to do to start finding where the contract is actually hidden in all of this? Uh, After spending a good 10 minutes or so looking this over, you don't think that there's anything hidden in here. All right. And so now I'm going to have to figure out how to interpret this. Yep. 
It's probably some form of really strange code. Should I assist him, my lady? Is yes. it the code? Please help Cesare decode your contract. Of course. May I ask, what is it that you intend to do once you know what is in my contract? That will be determined once we know what is in your contract. I think she wants Lucia's answer on that. Yeah, but Cesare's not going to get in. Not, Cesare's not going to give this devil the satisfaction of shutting up. <laughs> I want to understand what has bound you here and what your limitations are as far as your ability to aid us. If you are not deemed useful enough, we will find a, try to find a way to return you to hell. If you're useful, we'll see. It's about as non-committal as I can get. Hold the contract and speak my name. Cesare does so. That's super cool. There is a soft red flash, almost as if the contract instantly catches fire. However, the page that you're holding has now been replaced with fine red script in Infernal, covering the entirety of the page. Script that could only be defined as size five font. (laughs) (laughs) As I suppose... There we Cesare's go. Like, Cesare eh, just this is narrows more. her eyes and Vittoria yeah. leans over with the magnifying yeah, glass. Say, Vittoria just like... We do that nice close-up shot where the magnifying glass comes in and the eye just gets huge. So what do I roll? I'm going to go grab some of the leftover pastries. Give me a moment. I'll be back. This is going to be a long night. I go and get some coffee. We all come back with food. <laughs> I was going to say, we're, we're going to need we're gonna need some time here in the night. Yeah, Victoria <laughs> just looks over at Nicola and is like, grab a cherry one for me. Absolutely. Cherry turnover it is. Just bring me all the espresso. Don't mix it with anything. Gotcha. <laughs> we'll do, bud. We'll do. It's all cold now. <laughs> now we'll Cesar's reheat it. It's all good. It's fine. With a quick secret check, Cesare, you're able to determine that this uh, contract has been subject to a secret page spell. Cool! Since it's a third level illusion and you're casting a first level detect magic, it will not detect that it is magical. Right. Because the illusion is too powerful. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. I do love that, by the way. I do love that, yeah. To illusions not being easily thwarted by a zero level spell. Mm -hmm. Sitting down to read over this. Uh, Reading over this would take some hours. By the time that you're done, it is close to about two in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. We're definitely taking we're definitely taking a day off here. Uh, Cesare has to work tomorrow. Else. I believe it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, oh. Cesare has to work tomorrow. But his classes aren't till the afternoon. He can get in a cat nap, especially with his cloak. Yeah, it's true. Uh, he has see? the ma- magical cloak. He has the literal nap. cat cloak. <laughs> uh, you can tell here that the the imp Aaron named as Blosodriet, as a uh, imp in service to the Lord of the Sixth Moloch, <laughs> residing previously on Melebog. The sixth circle of hell. But what, what, like, what sin is that in Dante's Inferno? In Dante's Inferno, it's actually part of the eighth circle of hell, which is made up of multiple layers, and it's a bunch of really bad sins. I can't remember that one. It's like mostly stuff based off of wrath. Yeah. I just remember when Malik got uploaded into a computer system. Hmm. Great Buffy episode. It was. But looking this over, uh, it seems that she had been bound in service uh, to hell for centuries before returning back, uh, apparently due to this contract, being summoned to the material plane. The contract more or less simply states that she is bound in loyal service to House Sereni, either until the end of the line or until the end of their servitude to hell. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, okay, okay. And there's no weird loopholes or anything in this that I can find. Go ahead and make me your uh, Lore Asmodeus. 
Alright, so there are four ways we can rid ourselves of this problem, though really one of them is just making it worse. Mm. We can the contract will end if all the Sereni if the Sereni line ends, or if they end their service to hell, considering there are branches of the family in West Ground and the capital, that's unlikely for either one of those to occur. Plus, I don't know how I feel about them murdering an entire family. Anyway. I'm pretty against that. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. <laughs> I'm kind of 50-50. We can tear up the contract. Anyone could do it. I could do it right now. And Please it don't. would send her back to hell. We kill her, and that sends her back to hell. Or a member of the Sereni could dismiss her from her duties, and that just frees her. She'll still be on the material plane. Okay, we don't want to do that. <sighs> okay. Um... But that's it. I'm not a huge fan of slavery, and imps are people too. Cesare snorts. <laughs> like They used to be people, <laughs> apparently, if Lysodre is telling the truth. Do you want to go back to hell? I ask him the question that I was thinking. There are matters on the material plane I would still like to accomplish. <sighs> I cannot I can believe that we are here. asking a devil for its opinion on whether or not it wants to stay on the material plane. It's mere curiosity. If you were to be freed on the material plane... She would immediately go to your family and tell you what you're up to for your own good. Lucia makes like that face that's just like, stop talking! (laughs) (laughs) What business would you have on the material plane? It's possible the Serenis could offer me something more. Although to be fair, they don't seem like quite the leading family that I was expecting. Not anymore. Maybe one of the other families would be of more benefit to me. Although Kentargo with its recent issues... mm. I think I'd probably make a better life in West Crown or Agorian. Find a good Diabolus. Settle down. Serve him for a few seconds. I am not going to let you let a devil free on the material plane. Yeah, that's bad. Even an can kill the common folk easily, take over their minds. You got a point there. In fact, she already has. I feel like we should just rip up the contract, right? That is exactly what we should do. Then what are we waiting for? Why are we still standing around here well, talking about it? I'm thinking... Spit it out, Lucia. I'm thinking we now would have an ally, which we don't have a whole lot of quite yet. We have quite a few, actually. I mean, compared to, like, all the Dotari and the Hell Knights and everything else. What sort of ally are you looking for? The kind that can turn invisible and potentially do reconnaissance for us? She is not going to do that. She can't. She can't leave the area of the contract. Once she's free, she no longer has to listen to you. Actually, let me also ask this question. If she goes back to hell, she could just come right back here if somebody summoned her. Who knows to summon her? Technically, uh, anyone that summons an imp, it's the random luck of the draw. It just pulls one so from anywhere in hell. So she gets pulled up somewhere in, like, Garund or something. I mean, who cares? I, for one, am voting for ripping up the contract. Let's just get this over with. As the authority on people who have had interactions with devils, I'm telling you, we cannot trust her in any way, shape, form, or fashion. You can trust me to adhere strictly to the words of my contract. Well, what are you advocating for if not ripping up the contract? Because I thought that's the thing that we were all... Well, okay, so she has to listen to me as long as it's not going to put me in danger or anything like that. But it's up for interpretation. Teenagers, I swear. And you're allowed a certain amount of danger if it's going to advance your station. Bingo. 
But so, are you wanting to advance your station? So first we make a compromise and agree to work with a devil because we have some under control over it. What's next? Lucia is trying to like bore holes in the please don't make it like I'm lying to the devil because I could pretend. You cannot outsmart this thing. Why do you think you can? It will find the first opportunity to betray you because it will think it's for your own Chesare good. puts the contract on the table. I'm done having this argument. I've given you the best advice as a former priest of Asmodeus that I can. If she chooses to do something foolish and it gets her killed, it's not my problem anymore. I'm going to bed. I have classes in the afternoon. Well, it'll get all of us killed. Depends on how crafty you are to get away. Yeah, there's that. Like The thing is, there's that metagaming part of me that's like, they didn't just give us this imp for no reason. Don't. Mm. You, Jordan Jenkins slash Lucia, are not smart enough to outwit this devil. You are playing a middling intelligence at best swashbuckler, and literally it has already caused chaos. Do you think Maggie will be okay working with the thing that's literally mind controlled her? It's true. Yeah. A soft hand settles on the edge of Lucia's wrist. In your mind, they are not experienced with what you and I are. They don't know the dangers that your family can cause. I could be of great assistance to you. You're skilled and capable, and I understand your concern. There's an easy solution, which is simply to lie. Tell them that you'll consider it. It is your right. Technically speaking, the contract is your property. I can remain invisible and aid you however you so wish, indefinitely, if you so desire. And you seem set upon this course. I don't understand, but obviously, you must have a long-term goal in mind. And I can be of great assistance in that. They are frightened of me. As small as I am, perhaps they should be. I am a weapon, and they may be afraid to use me. But should you? They're frightened of me because perhaps they should be frightened of you. They don't understand your skill and ability. Don't let them cage you. You'll need every weapon in your arsenal. Would you have to follow any Sereni if they gave you a command? Yes, unless you commanded me otherwise. Why would you listen to me over somebody else in my family? Because they didn't command me to not listen to you. <laughs> God, sometimes I really like devils, but, uh, all right. Lucia just kind of puts two fingers to, like, that spot in between her eyes on her nose and just kind of goes, Ugh. I know exactly what my family would do. You don't look the gift horse in the mouth like this. You've got a tool. It's something you can use to maintain your station, get power, something like that. But what is it that you want. It doesn't feel right being against Barzillai Throne and Hell Knights and the Church of Asmodeus and doing, let's just say, less than legal things under the current um, force and having an imp at my side. I would also hope that the entirety of everyone in this room except you not wanting to do this would matter. It does. Actually matters a lot. <sighs> well, Sodriet, I guess we know what we're going to do. You release me? No. No. Worth a shot, though. <laughs> a effort. She'll grab the contract. <laughs> and cackles and flies away. <laughs> I know. I was like, uh, no, I was like, I was like, I was like I've got to be very careful with how I'm wording this. She'll she'll take the contract and and rip it in half. Lysodria watches it, looks somewhat disappointed up towards Lucia, as you wish. A magical circle forms underneath her as she steadily sinks into the blackness of the desk. Although technically, I'm now going to hell with all your secrets. 
She then sinks fully into the pit. I will pick it up here next time. Oh, yeah, I thought about that, too. I was like, oh, but she'll go with all of our secrets. Do so you want to keep her close so that she can't betray us? It's Well, killing her doesn't solve it. There's no good solution. No, she there's no good solution. She said that just to mess with you. I've, the I'm only good so. solution is to buy a silver cage, shove her in it, and stash her in a corner. <laughs> oh, I do love that. <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath. <laughs>